How's it going, everybody? Adrian here, and welcome back to the Gaming Observer Daily News Updates for Thursday, December the 16th. Hello, my friends. I hope you're well. And let's go ahead and talk about some video games, as always. Lots to talk about today. First of all, I just want to mention that Nintendo did their latest Indie World event, which is basically just if you're interested in indie games and you own a Nintendo Switch, then I would actually encourage you to watch the show because it gives you a chance to lay eyes on the games that you might be interested in. And certainly my words alone cannot do them justice. And I love this show because it often shows off a bunch of games that I have never heard of before. There were a few standouts, though, that I would like to point out. First of all, there's a new point-and-click adventure game published by Chucklefish, who are the publishers of Stardew Valley, and it is a detective mystery game which takes place on a moving train. The game is called Locomotive, two words. If that sounds like your kind of thing, I was very entertained by the trailer. That's going to arrive next year on the Switch and on Steam. There's another game here you might have heard of before. It's called Chicory, A Colorful Tale. This is another adventure game which is all about painting the world. So the world is black and white, and you've got this paintbrush, and you're going to fill the world with color. It's already available on PC and PlayStation. Got some momentum this year. And it's available now on the Switch. It just came out. A lot of people like that one. The latest iteration of Ollie Ollie, it's called Ollie Ollie World, the skateboarding games, is heading to the Switch on February 8th of next year. And this is also kind of a reimagining of the series. It's gone 3D, has some funky graphics. I like the look of it. Uh, There's a 16-bit turn-based RPG called Sea of Stars. It's a prequel for The Messenger. That's going to be arriving holiday next year. It also has a really big composer on this game, the person who did Chrono Trigger, Chrono Cross, and Xenoblade Chronicles 2. Okay, so there's a few things. Like I said, I encourage you to watch everything else that they showed off because there's some fun stuff. Ubisoft have officially confirmed that they are going to be working on a remake for the original Splinter Cell. This has been something that people have been asking for for a really long time, a return to Splinter Cell. Maybe the remake isn't necessarily what they were hoping for, but it is what it is. Uh, They confirmed that they're going to be making the game in their Snowdrop engine, which is what they used to make uh, The Division, as well as the upcoming Avatar game. But they are still very early in development with this probably many, many years out. And there's a little bit of cynicism around Ubisoft, considering everything they've been doing with NFTs, which I think in the right hands can be an exciting project, but in the wrong hands, like Ubisoft, well, definitely the opposite of excitement there. Let's just hope it stays away from Splinter Cell. The first ever certified game studio union has been formed in North America. That's right, there is a development studio called Vodeo Games. They have a single video game, it's called Beast Breaker, which is like a turn-based Peggle game, basically. Not a lot of people know this game or this studio, however, the studio was founded by the creator of Threes, which is a pretty well-known mobile game. Anyway, this is a huge landmark event for the gaming industry from this very small studio, and it kind of just came out of nowhere. Speaking to journalists, they said that, hey, you know, we were really inspired by everything going on in the industry, let's set a precedent. Let's do something monumental. And unlike places like Activision Blizzard, where unions are being talked about and potentially being formed because leadership is bad, what they're saying at Vodeo is, hey, we really, really love what we're doing right now, and we want to make sure it stays that way. They have a four-day work week. They apparently are very happy with their leadership. And it appears as though the leadership did not fight against this unionization either. So they partnered with the CWA, 
Communication Workers of America. And maybe this is going to help other studios who feel like they need it to do it as well. Congrats to that team, and I'm glad it happened. Okay, and I just want to let you know about three video game updates here. First of all is Diablo 2 Resurrected, which is going to be getting patch 2.4. And very interestingly, it's actually going to be rebalancing the game a little bit. So for the first time in 10 years, Diablo 2 is getting a, a balance patch. Man, I love video games. That's so interesting. Next up, there's a game called Lonely Mountains Downhill, which is like a mountain biking game with a very nice art style, very calming and stressful at the same time because you're going down this huge hill. Uh, it's a great game, but anyway, they're going to be getting a free DLC called Riley's Return, which is adding uh, a new trail to go down and some new challenges and customization. It's also on sale. And finally, the hit indie release this year, Inscription, has gotten a free quote-unquote mini expansion, which is basically just a endless version of the first part of the game. If you don't know what that means, don't worry about it. Just go play Inscription because it's very, very good. If you do know what that means, you'll know that a lot of people are asking for it, including myself, and I can't wait to dig my hands into it. Okay, folks, that's all the time I have today. Thank you so much for tuning in. Of course, back with the news tomorrow, as always. And until then, happy gaming, everyone. It's the TGO After Show. Hello and welcome. Hey, folks. Oh, man. Uh, you'll remember yesterday, Shelby was playing The Forgotten City, and it's done. She did it. We have both completed this game within like a week of each other, which should really tell you how good that game is. Go play it. And she loved it a lot. I loved it a lot. We'll probably talk about it together on a weekend show at some point. And I haven't yet moved on to my next game that I want to complete. I'm not entirely sure why, but there's a few more that I want to get to. I want to get to Guardians of the Galaxy, if I can get the Steam family sharing set up in time, because it's kind of annoying to set up. Uh, there's Genesis Noir, there's Death's Door, and there's It Takes Two. And Shelby and I are playing that as well. Together, obviously. Uh, we actually played some of it today. It's a very, very good game. Uh, clearly it, it has these sections where they give you a mechanic to work with, and then you play with that mechanic for a while, and then you move on. So in the first section, it was like, uh, you know, one person got a hammer, and the other person got a bunch of nails that you could just throw, and so you'd work together to do that. And then in the next section, one person had, like, uh, a goop gun, and the other person had a rocket launcher, and so the, you know, the rocket launcher would have to shoot the goop, and it would explode. Now we're in this section where Shelby has, like, these gravity boots, and she can go, like, up walls and stuff like that, whereas I have something that will change my size, so I can go super tiny or super large. Anyway, we're only on section three out of nine or something like that. We still have a ton to see, which is wild. But every time they, they introduce these little things that have you do puzzles or jumping over enemies or whatever, it, it's just really, really good. Very effective. Like I said before, the narration, or I should, not the narration, but the voice acting is so good. The characters feel so real, even though they're in doll form. If you get the chance to play it, I highly encourage it. And uh, yeah, I don't know, outside of, outside of games... I've been playing on the iPad a lot, a lot of games, so I guess it's not really outside of games, but traditional games, I guess. I'm playing on mobile. Playing a bunch of stuff on mobile, actually. I think I told you about mini motor motorways. That's very good. Uh, I've been playing a game called Grindstone, which is like a... I don't know, how do you describe it? Yeah, it's like a... It's a puzzle game where you need to get combos fighting enemies on what looks like a match three board. So, you know, it kind of like looks like the style of Candy Crush. Except instead of matching colors together, 
you're a character on the board having to fight all of the enemies. And you're trying to build up these big combos of, of putting the colors together. Anyway, pretty good so far. I mean, I heard really great reviews for it, and, and that's why I started playing it. So I've, I've been enjoying it for sure. It's available on PC if you want to check it out, or I think everywhere, really. I've been playing some Kingdom Rush, classic tower defense game. Man, tower defense, that's one of those subgenres that has a, a fondness in my heart because they were a cornerstone of Flash games, right? I don't know what kids in public school will play on their computers, their, their computer labs these days, but in my days, it was Flash games. And you would go to all your favorite Flash game websites, Addicting Games, Bubble Box, Armor Games, Newgrounds, Congregate, Mini Clip. Oh man, if you know, you know. Oh my god, I just went to Mini Clip. It looks exactly the same. Wow. Anyway, why did I start talking about Flash games? Oh, Tower Defense was such a big part of, of Flash games, right? I think that's where Kingdom uh, Kingdom Rush started. Gemcraft was obviously a classic. So anytime I see a good opportunity for a Tower Defense game, I, I tend to want to play it. I do prefer the games that are more than just Tower Defense. Like, I think about uh, Dungeon of the Endless, right? Which is like a combo, characters moving around plus Tower Defense. Or... Oh, I guess Bloons would be another classic Tower Defense game. I played that on mobile a lot. Oh, yeah, and then games like Sanctum or Orcs Must Die, right? These games where it's a combo shooter plus tower defense, and you're kind of in on the action instead of looking at it from above. I love those types of games. I prefer those. So anyway, I've been playing that. And then I downloaded a bunch of stuff. I downloaded Monster Hunter Stories, which is on mobile. I couldn't believe it. It was on Apple Arcade. Yeah, all of this is through Apple Arcade, by the way. And then I downloaded a bunch of games that I really don't want to play, but I am going to play for work. Genshin Impact, Raid Shadow Legends, the Harry Potter, uh, you know, casual game, just because I, I want to know how these games play. Okay, anyway, folks, thanks for being here. Hope you're well, and let's chat soon. Farewell. <laughs>